Audio Hop Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. With me is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi, Jaydeep. Hi, Sudha. How are you? I'm good. Um, looking forward to talking about something that I'm really, really um, passionate, passionate about. about. Yes. Very colorful. <laughs> Now, actually, when I heard the, no, read the title of the chapter, How Hair Color Taught Me Discipline. Now, I know that teachers, gym trainers, principals in schools and colleges, parents, they teach you discipline. But this is the first time I've heard someone say hair color taught her discipline. <laughs> yes. You know, I was the most indisciplined person around. My life was all over the place, helter-skelter, you know, headless chicken routine, till I uh, ran into uh, hair color. And then I realized that if I didn't get my act together and if I didn't have some sort of discipline and organizational skills, I'm going to be in tr- uh, sort of deep trouble and minus a lot of money. So yes, hair color has taught me... Uh, great amount of uh, discipline but it wasn't always like this i mean hair color came into your life obviously you know at a slightly later stage oh well into my 40s hmm. i mean it's it's been it was a long time coming you know but uh, from where i came from the place i grew up uh, in and in the milieu that i grew up in uh, hair color was uh, you know people didn't even know hair color in fact using shampoo was taboo hmm. you know i grew up in a family we we are uh, good malayalis you know and good malayalis uh, uh, back in kerala don't use shampoo i think now they use shampoo but they then use the herbal variety mostly mm. but when i was growing up uh, my life was ruled by my uh, grandma and her three uh, spinster sisters so the matriarchs ruled the house and they ruled pretty much how we lived and so how we washed our hair back in the time uh, i was a kid and well into the time uh, well up to my maybe late teens there was no shampoo in the house so if we were in kerala the one thing that we would hear every day was that hair was to be washed with uh, hibiscus leaves which you took in your hand and manically kind of squashed till some gooey jelly came out of it and you washed your hair first you slathered on a lot of coconut oil mm. and then you washed your hair with this uh, hibiscus leaf uh, gel it was yucky <laughs> it was icky and it was um, gross but that's what we got and i i was like the rebel child and i would say why would i want to do this i don't want to do this it's yuck and she would say you know this was by the time i was in my teens i was questioning the great aunts mm-hmm. and um, the one thing that i always heard was when your grandma died at 70 she didn't have a single white hair she didn't have a single white hair i i know that you know she she was fully uh, black hair and dazzling skin because back in those days milk cream was what she used uh, you know on her face and turmeric and basin to wash wash off the milk cream and of course hibiscus uh, and coconut oil liberal amounts of it but uh, she, you know grandma didn't have gorgeous uh, elder sister to you know look up to you know and 
I was the one who had to kind of compete for the attention of various uh, pimply youth in the community <laughs> where I lived because nobody nobody wanted to look at poor old me. They were all like panting after uh, gorgeous <laughs> elder sister, and and so I thought mm. in my stupidity that shampooing my hair would get me the love of at least one of those pimply youth. It didn't, but I kept up. You know, I kept uh, up the effort. Uh, so shampoo was what I used. We didn't have those miraculous shampoos. that these days promise you all kinds of things you know make you a diva kind of uh, we had uh, shampoos which made your uh, uh, hair puff up like you know you look like uh, one of those religious leaders i'm not going to talk about but <laughs> but hair really looked not nice but yes i used those shampoos and uh, i would hear this forebodings of doom they would say you will go gray before you are 25 and um, i did go gray you know very early almost my late 20s mm-hmm. but i was okay with that you know i thought that was okay yeah so that 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 was where i came from so so hair color was not on that scene you know i saw my first grays uh, late 20s by late 30s uh, it was more than a few mm-hmm. and so like all indian women i thought that uh, henna would be the answer so i literally you know liberally uh, slathered on uh, henna and that worked fine for a few years but then i think i overdid it <laughs> and uh, i started looking like those cockerels that you see in oh, those yeah. cockerel fights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it was all you know you try to avoid eye contact with your uh, red hair for some time you, you know so i can imagine that this must have driven you into the arms of hair color promptly yes you know i i actually went to the hair colorist finally when i started noticing that uh, my husband was beginning to look very pained mm-hmm. you know most <laughs> of the time and um, for the longest time i couldn't figure out i thought maybe andropause or whatever it is that men get into the, you know that blue funk in their uh, early 40s till i realized that you know maybe he doesn't like waking up with a cockerel <laughs> in bed <laughs> and then i said okay now finally hair color mm-hmm. and that was the first time i colored my hair i cannot tell you and i know a lot of my friends are going to hate me for saying this because now everybody is talking about owning your white hair and you know going graciously white and i'm all for it you know people can flaunt their white hair spend lot of money on getting their hair white uh, i actually know uh, i actually know a friend who's spending great amount of money these days trying to go white mm. Uh, she has uh, dark hair but she wants to go white because she says that gives her more stature mm-hmm. and it gives her more uh, dignity or mm-hmm. whatever i don't i don't know what it is but she she is on this trip now but uh, the first time i colored my hair and i saw the transformation in the mirror it was like you know that pure pure surge of joy mm-hmm. that that you experience when you first fall in love mm-hmm. that was what mm-hmm. i felt you know i just okay. it was just i couldn't believe i was looking 20 years younger and i just fell in love with myself all over again and it it sounds stupid but it it does that to me even now you know dark brown is my thing and mm-hmm. i want my hair dark brown so in the book you actually talk about this whole routine you know the coming to the point about how it uh, taught you discipline there is this whole routine about hair color and i really want to know about that <laughs> yes in a detail. lot of you know a lot of women um, who color their hair mm. have mastered this fine organizational skill you would think hair color is just uh, as easy as going and plonking yourself down in the colorist chair but it's not like that for me 
hair color is like calls for great amount of fine tuning lot of organizational skills so much planning if i knew how to make a sort of flow chart or powerpoint presentation i would do one on that but i don't know any of those things so basically the week before my hair color is spent you know the the days buzzing with activity because i'm on the phone and email asking for appointments meetings fixing up uh, meetings with uh, you know people that i uh, talk to for my books or various projects or you know um, getting friends together for dinner or going for some um, theater or you know just making sure that uh, i have plenty of things to do the weeks uh, immediately after my hair color you've mentioned these two terms ach and bch <laughs> yes that is before hair color and half after hair color mm -hmm. and i'm telling you these are two different worlds mm -hmm. and i love my after hair color phase i just i just wait like a love love law love lawn lover for that uh, mm -hmm. part of my life yes so like i said the week before that is before hair color mm. i spent trying to you know get a lot of stuff going so that and my um, my hair color the day i color my hair is the day when i do my most important meeting of that day so if i have uh, say a very important or a high profile event or i have a speaking assignment or something to do with my uh, books mm -hmm. or a book reading or a book launch um, i do plenty of those things so i my hair color happens on that morning hmm. so that when i step out of uh, the salon i'm like feeling like i own the world mm -hmm. and you know right now it i don't know it's i it's not vanity it's just this thing you know that right now all my feel good is rooted in my root touch up and i have no apologies about it like i love my hair colored and i i love the way i look then so i step out of the salon and then i i like to say this to my husband i think i'm rationalizing for the huge amounts of money has splashed out on hair color but i tell him that give me a good hair uh, you know hair color day and i can take on an army i feel like i feel like i can take on anything yeah so, so what happens is the next 10 days after my hair color the ahc phase is when i do all my important meetings i'll uh, get my friends together to go to very nice brunches then i will um, go for dinners i'll go to the club i'll uh, Uh, get the folks together and party and all of, all of that then day 13 or 14 to um, day 19 when just this you know little bits of white are starting to sort of uh, come out from near my you know for the hairline mm -hmm. and at my widow speak that's when you know the second line of uh, people my my uh, peers my friends Uh, and not so important meetings so mm -hmm. so that's okay you know the little white hair is glistening uh, is good it's okay there week 3 mm. is like uh, reserved exclusively for uh, people who are in hospital relatives who can't see very well uh, senior citizen meets because all of these categories are so busy and overwhelmed with their own misery that they don't notice the nastily glinting whites in my hair anymore so they are just happy to see me uh, you know even if i look like an evil witch they are okay with that last week post hair color i am sulking in the house uh, not looking in the mirror much uh, and i am not a nice person at in that last week i am mm -hmm. quite a nasty person because i can't wear the sight of myself uh, you know sight of me looking like that so yeah that's the story of my ahc and bhc so i think if i could take a take away i think if anybody wants to ask a favor of you they should come before week 2 Absolutely, week and if they want to get, week three and week four is not the time to engage with. Last <laughs> week is absolutely to be, uh, you know, 
स्टे अवे और और बेस्ट वे टू बाय माय लॉयल्टी और गेट ब्राउनी पॉइंट्स विद मी इज टू से हे हाउ गॉजस योर हेयर इज लुकिंग यू नो हेयर कलर इज गिवन मी अमेजिंग सोशल लाइफ एंड इट्स गिवन मी अमेजिंग सोशल स्किल्स बिकॉज देर वॉज अ टाइम वेन आई वुड वॉक इन टू एन इवेंट और सम सोशल थिंग एंड somebody would say hey you looking really nice you know and uh, whatever whatever it is that we say to people to make them feel good and i wouldn't know how to take a compliment then and i would just you know smile weakly and sort of disappear from the scene because mm-hmm. what do you say uh, but now when people say hey you're really looking gorgeous you know you look you're looking brilliant and all and i'll say good hair color <laughs> and they'll say ma'am you're so funny and i'll say i'm not funny you know it's it's, it's the truth <laughs> yeah this is my genie in a bottle it's the truth Uh, and they will uh, we'll all have a good laugh and then i'll float around feeling nice and i'll have a good evening just you know making friends and uh, you know haha hoo hoo and go home uh, floating on air so it has given me a lot hair color has given me a lot yes so being fabulous at 50 requires hair color do you think so um to each his own i think you know to my friends who love silver and gray and you know purple and blue whatever i i like mine um, dark brown mm-hmm. and uh, to each his own the choice should be yours I have a secret pact uh, with my um, with Hazel Harry mm-hmm. that uh, in lieu of the fact that I've never asked him for a solitaire or fancy foreign vacations, I'm I'm a very low maintenance uh, wife to have. I've told him that when he prepares to send me off on my final journey, I would like my hair uh, colored and blow dried. I've even written down the colors for him, so shade uh, five mm-hmm. uh, with a hint of five point one five to intensify the color and. Uh, I'll be a very happy ghost. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and I I'm like, I'm going to haunt him if he doesn't do that for me. Well, I hope that day doesn't come for a very long time. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you, Sudha. Thank you, Sudha, for sharing your wisdom with us about hair color. Thank you. Thanks. And this was this week's episode. We'll be back next week with yet another episode of Fabulous at Fifty.